Hello and welcome to Fire Drawn here, number 41, and a happy new year to one and all. My name is Ian Lynch, and that was of course Liam O'Flynn, with a tune he called The Piper of the Embers. It's more well known, I'd say, as The Pipe on the Hob, and that was followed by The Sixpenny Money. I should have had this show out a couple of days ago, but my head has been firmly ensconced up my hole. I was a little bit sick after playing those gigs after all the excitement and stuff last month I was just sick for weeks and weeks and there was just one thing after another Um, I'm just about feeling better now but I'm just finding it really hard to get my act together Um, I started swimming again yesterday I had an operation about a month and a half ago and I couldn't swim for six weeks which was really annoying but I just got back into it yesterday and the water was so bleeding cold and the water was so cold, I kind of lost my breath in the water. And now I'm after reading a really scary article about people drowning from the inside. Like <laughs> uh, It's kind of connected with people swimming in cold water. Apparently 1 in 20 people get this condition. But anyway, that wasn't the scary as all. But um, I'll, I'm taking care of myself, don't worry. Um, I was also just thinking earlier on, I'm really just like, I know I keep going on about this, but... I'm so grateful to all the patrons of the show. There's like about 250 at the moment and I just think that is absolutely amazing. And what I, I never kind of thought about it in this way, but really what the patrons of the show are doing is making it so that I can take the time out of my life to make fire drawn here. I mean, I put in about an hour or two every day, I'd say. I get up in the morning and I'm just kind of researching songs and figure out what I'm going to do. But to be able to take that time out is enabled by those people throwing me a few quid every month and they are they're pretty much like paying for the rest of you to listen to the show which I think is a, it's just a really cool business model I think it works really well and I'm just happy to keep on going um, if you're interested in any of that stuff or finding out more go on over to www.campsite.bio forward slash fire drawn here and you'll find all the links to all the past shows and all that kind of stuff. Right, okay, that's out of the way. Now that I have your attention, I'm going to move on. I this There's a singer I've heard about quite a bit in the last while. Her name was Anne Byrne. You sometimes hear her being referred to as the Joan Baez of Dublin, and she's been mentioned to be by no less than two of her relatives, Rob Cunningham and Ruan Roach. So she was a niece of Willie Brady from Dunleary, who I was talking to dejaculate about in that in the live podcast and she sang regularly up in the Abbey Tavern in Hout um, and I think she moved to the States for a while then but she recorded four albums all together I'm going to play The Croppy Boy which is from I Chose The Green which was made in 1964 and she's accompanied on this album by Paddy Roach and Mick Crotty but before we get into that I came across something really cool the other day it's a clip from Zombieland 2 Double Tap and I was watching this with my son and this popped up in the middle. Now, I always love it when a traditional song or a tune turns up in a mainstream production and this was no different. It just brought a big, big smile to my face. Now, you should recognise the tune from two episodes ago. It occurs in the film as an ice cream van tune. But concerning this now, I love also, if there's, if there's something I love more than tunes turning up in films, it's coincidences. And this coincidence is that I, while I was thinking about this, I came across a quote. Um, I was just thinking about children's schoolyard songs, like dirty songs we used to sing as kids. And I came across the following quote from 
it's a book that came out in 1959. It's called The Lore and Language of School Children. It's a very well-known work by Iona and Peter Opie. And it's re- regarded as a standard text in the field, I suppose, um, the field of folkloristics and in particular the folklore of children. I think they did a lot of field work with kids around the UK. But I can't help feeling that the following quote is maybe more wishful than realistic because it certainly doesn't resemble my own schoolyard experiences unless I am one of the ogre children that they mention. But they say, Genuinely erotic verse is unusual. There are villains amongst smaller children as among adults. The news of the world offers frequent testimony, and from somewhere, the ogre child acquires his strange, salacious prescriptions, taking criminal pleasure in pressing them on juniors and inscribing them on the walls of the school lavatory. What can I say? Guilty as charged. Oh my God. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Why the hell is she still alive? Oh my god, I literally missed you guys! Oh my god. <laughs> just, no, just look ahead.
that was French-Algerian guitarist Pierre Ben-Susan, who I'd never heard of before. Um, the person called Jake Bamboo sent it in. Thanks a million for that, Jake. And next up is John McSherry and Michael McGoldrick's rendition of the same piece from their 2002 album, At First Light.
Heidi Sowell, Ki Heidi Ho, in a new and jock at store, Guinea's feel a jailer of woe, Bogamish, Bogamish, Heidi Ho, Sowell, Ki Sowell, Ki Heidi Ho, Sowell, Ki Sowell, Ki Heidi Ho, Shan Hapal Bond, the Heil Show Crew, Tashikan Yemis, Tashikan Bogamish, Bogamish, Heidi Ho. Sulki, Sulki, Heidi Ho. Sulki, Sulki, Heidi Ho. Lekki Melyat, Walekin Pulyom. Very fair bitch, no vertusodom. Note the J bumper a happle in ton. Sulki, Sulki, Heidi Ho. Sulki, Sulki, Heidi Ho. Asal is fair, a couple is all. Gim of poor, a column is glow. He said a name, a hidey ho. Sulky, sulky, hidey ho. Googly gook, can you the menyat, my yellum sicklothery up on the lochany googly gook? Can you the menyat? Googly gook, can you the menyat, my yellum sicklothery up on the lochany googly gook? Can you the menyat? Googly gook, googly gook, googly gook, googly gook, googly gook. Googly gook, can you the menyat, my yellum supply up in the guidey? Googly gook, can you the menyat? My yellum supply up in the guidey? Googly gook, my yellum supply up in the lochany? Googly gook, my yellum supply up in the lochany? Googly gook, can you the menyat? Googly gook. Googly gook, googly 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 gook. That was first of all Padraigini Ulachain and Gary O'Brien from their album of lullabies and children's song, A Storis Historian, songs for all ages. I came across a first when I was looking for other versions of tunes called Trip to Ireland and the song that led into the tune there was called Sulky Sulky and it got me thinking of music I used to play to my son when he was very young and in particular an album of songs, Osgeilge, that I had called Googly Goog. Um, I probably enjoyed it more than he did to be honest and that was the title track of the album I played there. I love the feeling of peace, joy and calmness that I get when listening to children's songs. 
But I'm going to play one more track now called Trip to Ireland as well. That is quite the opposite of that, so please buckle up. Wild, strange and incongruous musical fusions might have lost the power to shock the seasoned fire-drawn-ear listener. It still delights my simplistic brain to trawl up oddities like the following. A hard techno arrangement of a traditional tune by an artist called Captain Peacock.
think it was a fabulous sound, live and electronic. And continuing on in the same team, that was the famous American bluegrass banjo player, Earl Scruggs, playing along with his son Randy and a Moog synthesizer in 1971. So the man in that video, which you can find on YouTube and I recommend you check out, the man who appears with him there is none other than Gil Trithal, an American composer, or is it Gil Trithal? I'd say Gil Trithal will go with he was an American composer from Tennessee, definitely best known for his work in the field of electronic music. And next up is the same track from his 1972 album, Country Moog, switched on in Nashville. <laughs> There's a lot of stream of consciousness events going on in this episode and listening to that track got me in mind of an album that I played something from way back in episode 22 and that was Jolion Jackson and Paddy Glacken's seminal Hidden Ground LP from 1980. So when I first came across that album it was from a YouTube video that was posted by a user called Perry Greeno who has posted a number of hard to find Irish LPs and of course I loved it and played a track. Fast forward to last October and I got a random message from someone who knew someone else who was on a rollover in Galway and check this out, this is why, this is kind of the only thing I miss about not drinking is just the weird magical happenings of rollovers and the weird liminal space you enter into when you're on a bender for a few days. But they were on a rollover in Galway and got in a taxi and then the taxi driver asked them, do you know Ian Lynch? And uh she said, yeah, I think, like, 
someone I know has a contact for him, but he had a load of vinyl that he wanted to donate to me and it turned out that he was the person behind the YouTube account and I've since come into possession of his vinyl and cassette collection which includes loads of rare and valuable gems, but my absolute favourite is the album that started it all and that's Hidden Ground by Jolion Jackson and Paddy Glacken. Here's a track from it, it's called The Japanese Hornpipe. Thanks a million Brendan. After all that experimentation I want to get back to something a bit more straightforward. Here is a recording of some Scottish women singing while walking. I, ca- I, I always call it walking but I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. Walking maybe. Um, but it's the process of beating wool to make it tighter and more waterproof. And this is I suppose one of the few forms of occupational singing that lasted into recent times in this part of the world. The lead singer's name was Kate Nicholson, but I'm not sure of the rest, so here is a walking song from some Scottish women. 
The soloist was Mrs. Kate Nicholson of Yuchger.
that was Pierre Ben Susan again with his rendition of another walking song, Heman Dove, or Heman Do, maybe it's pronounced more like in Scots Gaelic. Um, up next is a track I want to play from longtime listener and supporter of the show, Bo James Wilding from California. It's from an album of his, Seeing Eye God, that's due out next April. This track is called Set Myself on Fire.
Thank you. 
that was a home recording I came across recently of the piper Sean McAloon along with Packy Fox on drums and Hugh McCormick on accordion recorded in 1962 on To Reel To Reel. Um, I think that's almost it for now. Um, thanks a million for listening. I'm, I can't believe I'm going into the fourth year of Fire Drawn Air. It's such a buzz. Um, still can't believe that people are into listening to my just this weird shit that I'm into and I like putting out there I love doing this podcast and I love the fact that people are into it so thanks a million Um, hope you're all keeping well out there and getting on okay in this brave new year of 2023 Um, I'm gonna leave you with well I suppose this fella is a regular on the show at this stage English singer Harry Cox of Norfolk but this month he is in the esteemed cradle of filth section with a particularly descriptive version of She Was A Rum One Thanks a million to Gemma Khawaja for sending this one on. Um, right, that's it. Take care of yourselves out there. I'll see you soon, and good luck. What, look at that group there. If you go to Lowestoft and ask the whole of the wall, they'll find Polly Armstrong. She ain't got a hole at all. She was the rum one, she was the funner one, she was the rum one, oh. At last I found the hole. Twas underneath the frock If you gave me all the while I couldn't find my cock She was a rum one, she was a funny one She was a rum one, oh At last I found my cock My cock was in my hand And if you gave me all the while I couldn't get him to stand She was a rum one, she was a funny one She was a rum one, oh at last I got him to stand as stiff as a wooden pin. If you gave me all the while, I couldn't get him in. She was a rum one, she was a funner one, she was a rum one, oh. At last I got him in and wriggled him about. If you gave me all the while, I couldn't get him out. She was a rum one, she was a funner one, she was a rum one, oh. At last I got him out, he was so stiff and sore, and if you gave me all the well, I'll never touch another whore. Be like, she was a rum one, she was a funny one, she was a rum one, no, it doesn't stay. And there's another way to begin that song, isn't there, Harry? Yeah. How's that go? Like I said before, if you go to Lowe's and ask the riding sun, there you'll find two old whores and my old woman's one. That's a real rough one, huh? Yeah. You sing that in a pub, would you, Harry? I have had it. Uh-huh. Yes, I have. And I've had some. Uh-huh. Diddle 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 diddle